especially if we're trying to work or if we're trying to show up for something, if our brain is, is not mentally there, like it just needs to rest and recover, right? everybody welcome back to this week's episode of it takes grit with me and alfie is here oh my goodness what a crazy couple of days alfie has had alfie do you want to uh, just acknowledge everybody oh you got your tongue sticking out for us right here if you're watching on youtube uh you'll be able to see the full effect of alfie and the tongue he's actually been in hospital uh, for the last three nights a little bit of a scare last night that i was in london england um oh my goodness i got a message to say that alfie wasn't feeling that great by our incredible dog sitter and then it was like oh he feels fine i went to bed i woke up the next morning on that Monday morning with loads of missed calls, loads of messages. And so you can imagine uh, what your heart starts to do. And he'd actually gone into hospital. Luckily, the girl was incredible and she took him in and put like 1500 bucks on her card so that he could get the care that he needed. So, so grateful for that because I know that not everybody, you know, would, would do that or be in a position to do that. So I'm so, so grateful. Um, and then, yes, it was a little bit touch and go. He feels much better now that he's back home. Um, he's probably eyeing up that Penny's about to go for his food right now. But now he's back home. He's being a little bit more chirpy. He, had a, he was a little bit lazy this morning, but three nights in hospital, I think is the most that he's ever had. Uh, basically, he had another type of chemotherapy um, about four weeks ago, if not five weeks ago, the first one was absolutely fine. It actually got rid of some of the cancer. And then I thought, no problem. When I was in England, he was going to have another set of chemotherapy. So he had that. And it was actually a week later that then his body started to kind of go down. His white blood count. So you're supposed to have about 5,000 white blood cells, I guess, as a dog uh, or as a human. I don't actually know. And he went in with 170. Uh, so yes, the dog said to did the right thing by bringing him in. Um, and now he's feeling much better. But I'm just glad that he's here. You know what it's like? And the, the, the journey that I had back from London to America, oh my goodness. Like we didn't even have Wi-Fi on the plane where the Wi-Fi wasn't working. And you know what it's like? He, I was trying to check in, seeing how he is, seeing what's happened with Alfie, and I couldn't get any updates at all. Um, so that was a little bit of a stressful journey. But the great news is we got home. He was feeling better. I went to see him on the Tuesday night um, and he was kind of very lethargic and very, you know, subdued. And so they wanted to keep him in for one more night. So he's ended up in for three nights, but he's back and ready to go. So I'm filming this podcast just before I head off to my brother's wedding. So you're going to have the same lovely lady and her husband look after you. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys have got kids, you've got pets. You always just like, you know, you, you feel for them and you know that the best place for them is, is in the vet. Um, but he was very tired from being there overnight, um, but he's feeling much, much better now. So I thought I'd bring him on this podcast. <laughs> you just never know when it's going to be Alfie's last week on this planet, but we're holding in there, right? And we're actually trying something new. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of update you on it a little bit, but met somebody this week who has a different way of, you know, kind of uh, combating cancer. So uh, I'll give you an update on that one as well because I think it's a catch-22 you know you're just like well do we keep giving him chemotherapy and that's going to kill his cancer or is the chemotherapy actually just killing him because you know your immunity goes so down because they get the chemo is just killing everything inside of your body including including the cancer but it's also you know you know getting rid of your white blood cells so your immunity's down, then you can easily pick up an infection. So uh, we might try something a little bit different. But anyway, thought I'd give you a little update on Alfie there, um, just so you know that he is still rocking and rolling. And today we're going to talk about how to sustain and maintain mental energy. All right, so 
Raise your hand if you've ever just felt like overwhelmed. If you ever just felt like exhausted and you're just like, okay, mentally I am just drained. Like I'm still kind of showing up for my workouts, but I just feel so drained mentally. You're like, my brain has just stopped working. Like it's just not working anymore. You know, when we came back from America, uh, from England, sorry, you know, we did one night in Geneva. Then we're going on multiple days, like hiking for eight hours a day. We flew into Manchester to spend one day with Luke's daughter. Then we flew from Manchester into London. And then we went straight from London. We did a hosted a fit camp, hosted a QA, and uh, a did a VIP night, then did an event. It was my dad's birthday. And then we flew back four hours sleep straight into a workshop day because I've got this epic thing that's happening coming up in the first kind of part of April that you do not want to miss. If you've done any of my inner transformation programs, any of the mindset stuff, like you are going to go crazy for this. So just keep your calendars uh, clear for that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nonstop. Then we're on a workshop day from nine till five. We literally get home exhausted. So my brain just kind of stopped working, right? And I think that especially if we're trying to work or if we're trying to show up for something, if our brain is, is not mentally there, like it just needs to rest in recover, right? Because, you know, if you just keep pushing yourself um, and you don't, like sometimes you just can't. But there are some great ways that we are going to be able to actually get our brain to be a little bit more productive and maintain energy as long as we do the things beforehand. So I've got Penny like walking around here. What are you looking at, Penny? She's probably like, why is Alfie getting to sit on your lap and, and you're not? So we're talking about having a fit mind today. Well, I love this concept, having a fit mind of, you know, what we want to achieve with our body, but more importantly, what we want to achieve with our mind. Because you hear me say it all the time, 20% is the fitness, 80% is nutrition, but 100% is your mindset. So I'm going to give you six things today that have really helped me. Um, and I know that you're going to really love these, these as well because they're really simple. They're things that you can easily implement into your day. They're things that you can easily go, oh my goodness, like I didn't even realize that that was the thing that gave me mental energy um, and having a fit mind. So the first thing is, is brain food. I mean, you got to nourish your body. I'm always going to go back to the foundations of nutrition, right? Because if you're feeding your body crappy food, if you're feeding your body processed food, if you're feeding your body heavy food, like that is, you, you can't think clearly. Like you get drowsy, you get tired. Think about when you've just eaten a burger or like a pizza pizza, right? It doesn't give you energy physically, but it also doesn't give you energy mentally as well. So what you put into your body, you know, good, you know, high octane fuel is what you're going to produce afterwards. For me, you know, someone the other day was like, you know, what do you do when you kind of feel tired in the afternoon about three, four o'clock? Well, that's when I have one of my B12s, right? One of the amazing products that I use, you know, same company I've used for the last eight years. They've been an amazing product, you know, that has B12 in it and it gives you a great little lift because it helps with focus, but it's also got a, a, a not, not a crazy amount, but a little bit of caffeine in there as well. It just gives you that little pick-me-up, but it's clean, it's healthy caffeine as well. So it's going to, you know, make you feel amazing. So feeding your body great, great food is going to help with you mentally. If you don't really think that food has a direct like reflection on like how your brain is processing, just eat like crap for a few days and then change your body and put like high octane, great nutrition supplements in your body and you will feel the difference. All right. Supplements. Yeah. That's what we're going to go into. Number two is because they are two different things. One, yes, is nourish your body with really great food. But you know, I get a lot of my food from my supplements and that is key, right? It's, you know, the most successful people on this planet, they use supplements because we just can't get the type of 
nutrition that we could out of an apple just even 10 years ago, right? What it's made with, all the different ingredients in it just to create as many apples as they can, doesn't have the same nutritional value, which is why supplements are so important and they're so key. It is a supplement to your schedule, to your routine, to your daily day, you know, but for me, you know, shakes in the morning, aloe, tea, lot all my tablets, you know, just fueling my body all day with really great high professional nutrition supplements. It's going to make my brain work a lot more effectively because otherwise you skip meals, right? You skip a meal or you have like a piece of toast because you think that's a snack. No, why would you have that when you can have something that's got really great nutrition in it, like powerful nutrition that's going to help you with your mental clarity as well. So that's absolutely key. All right. Number three. Now it says on here, like we, I got kind of two words from this, right? It's meditate and rest, right? Because you can meditate, taking time away from your day just to kind of reflect and unwind. But for me, meditation can mean taking the dogs out for the walk. It's getting a reset in the day. Like one of the things that I put on my TikTok the other day is my meditation is climbing in the mountains. I mean, I don't really slow down. So me getting in the mountains is how I slow down. Like I can't have my phone. Well, I have my phone, but I'm not work, work, working. I'm just walking. I'm walking in the snow. I'm focusing about where my next foot's going to go. I'm going to focus like, hey, I'm going to be able to climb this ridge because, oh my goodness, it's so scary. And so you get to find your own meditation. And I just feel like for me, it's what helps you switch off, right? What helps you switch off to recharge your brain so that you can come back with more ideas, more energy, you know, just feeling better about the decisions that you're making as well. Because, you know, have you ever just kind of gone, 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 and you haven't taken a moment just to breathe, right? Those breathing movements actually give you more clarity about what you want in the future. They make you make better decisions because you have more energy to make the right decisions. Have you ever made a bad decision? Yes. Has it normally been when you haven't had much energy or you felt like out of balance? Yes, right? So having those times to reset. And for me, they're short little resets, you know? Sometimes you might need something longer. You might need a whole day off to just to kind of get away. Or maybe it's just like, all right, I just need to take a, a quick breath. I need to take the dogs out for the walk. I need to take, have a cup of tea. I just need to switch off. You know, whatever it is, you get to decide that. But meditation is one of the ways that you can do that. All right, number four, you got to set boundaries and stick to them. It's so crazy. I am the worst person at saying no to any, anything. I want to do absolutely everything. I want to do it all, right? Isn't that right, Alfie? Like we want to do everything. Um, so often we're saying, you know, yes to everything. And when I started to get trained, training for Mount Everest, it was like the first time that I was like, no, I'm going to do this after Everest. Like podcast that I was, you know, saying that I was going to do. I was like, no, I got to do it after. I got to do it in June. Um, a couple of other things that people would ask me help on. I'm like, oh my goodness, I know that this would just take me like five minutes. I know that this just take me a couple of minutes to do. However, it, all those things do stack up. And then you've got to have those boundaries, right? Because if you are constantly pouring out to everybody, your mental capacity to actually run everything. Now, everybody's different. You know, for me, I can take a lot on and I can figure out where everything is going and I know where I'm at. It comes to a point where I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't need to add this to my plate. I don't need to add this, but it's all your decision. Like, nobody else can say you're doing too much. No one else can say, like, it's like someone saying you should break up with someone. Like, you're going to do that. You're going to do what you feel is right. So in your heart, you know, am I doing enough or am I not doing enough? What the thing is, is if you are, 
you know, constantly saying to yourself, oh, well, I don't want to take on too much, right? I don't want to take on too much. And you're really not doing anything. You know inside if you're doing enough or if you're not. I'm not the one that's going to say that to you. If you want my feedback and my honest opinion about where you want to go and what you're doing right now and if that's going to happen, I'm going to tell you, yes, you're on track. Your trajectory is there. I'm going to say, hey, you know what? It's probably just not working that well today. I would kind of adjust either your goals or your action. But only you can decide, you know, if you feel like you're doing enough or if you're not doing enough. All right. Number five is a good self-care plan, right? I know when I get the opportunity to have self-care and to look after myself. And I'm very strategic and I'm very tactical and I'm very honest with myself about what my whole year looks like. Because, you know, I don't think that you can just say, okay, I'm going to plan this month and I'm just going to only work like, you know, out of, out of month. Because I look at my year, my, my year as a whole because I have so much stuff going on. I can't just go into February and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to look at February. I'm going to work a little bit here and I'm going to rest here. For me, that doesn't work. That might work for you. But my vision is, a little, is, is on a bigger scale. So I'm going to be like, great. I know that I need to condense all the work into these three weeks so that I can do the trip that I want to do in like November. Like I really do think that far ahead. Um, and so my self-care is planned over the year. Like I know when I need to get myself in, I make sure, you know, and I don't rush, you know, I, I rush things like my hair and my nails, my toenails, all of that stuff. Like that's not something for me to be like, oh my goodness, I'm going to really like enjoy it. It's more of like a chore that I have to get done. Um, but my self-care is going out to play golf or sitting by the pool and just reading a book. It is having a massage. It's, you know, going for a walk. Like that's my self-care. And again, like what makes you feel good? Like what reinstates your energy? What sustains your own mental energy? Like what is it that helps you? You know, I'm going to be different to everybody else. I'm going to have my own way of doing things. And it's for you. I'm just sharing some examples for me, but yours might be completely different. So think about what self-care actually does sustain your mental energy. Is it something that you're doing right now? Because if your mental energy is not being sustained, it's probably not the thing that is actually helping you, right? You really want to start to think about what is the actual thing that is helping you sustain your energy? Because a lot of times we're like, oh, you know, like going for the hairdressers or, you know, going to do this. But like, if it's not actually making a shift and actually reserving your energy, it's not going to do anything at all. So again, it is down to you and what you want to do that's going to help you sustain your mental energy. And you just got to have a think about that and what that makes sense for you. I can give you ideas after idea after idea, but what actually makes a difference for you? All right, number six, stimulate your mind. Stimulate your mind. You got to stimulate your mind by doing things. I think sometimes we, we get, you know, we don't have enough like activities or things happening during the day. And therefore, we kind of slow down. I think sometimes the busier that you are, the more stuff that you get done, right? The more things that you cram into your day, the more things that actually, you know, you kind of go from one thing to the other. It's that time, that limbo in between where you don't really have anything happening. That's the time where you're just like, oh, like, did anything really happen that day? What do I do? So stimulate your mind by going outside interacting with a new person, you know, changing your environment. That is the most important thing, right? Is to change up your environment, like 
change your environment from like, are you, you know, do you need to go to a coffee shop today and work from there? Like, do you need to like, you know, make it, change your desk around? Like maybe your room itself is not actually that, it's, it's not stimulating itself. Maybe the, the, the location that you're in, even just buying a new plant or a new picture, something that's going to stimulate your mind. I know that when I come in, you know, to my area, I've got my sign up, I've got pictures on the wall, I've got things going on. It stimulates my mind and I get more excited. I have more energy on set. I've got big lights up here. I've got an awesome camera. I've got things that are stimulating my mind to help me keep on moving forward so that I actually have the mindset and the energy from my brain to keep on going. So what is your environment like? Like, where are you working? Do you need to like spruce up your environment a little bit? Do you need to like change it up? Like, is there something that you could do to your workspace right now that would make the difference for you? and make you more productive and help you sustain that mental energy and having a fit mind, right? And as we recap this today, you know, we, we look after our bodies, you know, we exercise, we feed it food, but like, what are we doing to keep our mind fit? Because when you have got the right mindset, if you're positive, if you're showing up and you've just created that muscle, so many other things that once were really small and difficult are going to be so much easier. I can't emphasize enough the change that will happen when you start to flood your, your mind and your brain with positivity. Another thing is if you really want to protect and you want to have the sustained, me- uh, the, the sustained mental energy, it's hanging around with the right people. If they are sucking your energy and they're, they're taking things from you and they're pulling you down, right? You're going to feel like you're going crazy. You're going to feel like your energy is just like flying out of like your fingertips, out of your toes, right? So who you are spending time with is going to be a major part in maintaining your energy. Because if you're around negative people, they're literally just going to suck it out. I'm going to add that as number seven to make sure that you write that down point is if you want to maintain your energy and sustain it, it has to be around people who are on the same wavelength of you, who want the same energy as you, who are driving in that same place. And that's what's going to make the difference. So if you're serious about maintaining your energy, if you're serious about that mental clarity and that mental energy, at least pick one of those seven things that we went through today and implement it, right? We can all watch a podcast. We can all listen to a podcast, but it's when you actually put action into it, we're going to get those results. So, so excited. I'm about a month out from leaving for Mount Everest. I'm going to do an Everest update next week, uh, getting all my gear, probably just do a nice big video and showing you all my stuff that I've got going on. Um, And thank you for all the love and support. It's been amazing. I'm so, so grateful. And I cannot wait to share with you everything that is happening for Everest. So again, thank you so much for all of your love and support. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button if you are watching on YouTube. Make sure you download all the episodes so if you're ever on the go, you're going to be able to access them. We're going to try to do some from Everest as well. Uh, So make sure that you're following the It Takes Grip podcast to get updates. And of course, me on Instagram. Rebecca Louise Fitness. Love you guys so much and get ready because the next couple of months are going to be wild. I love you guys.